Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett. And you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me? And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 362, where I'm Sean. I am Matt. I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. I want to thank you, Nemo, you get us iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. That the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, click the Discord link, enter the chat, and you can mingle with the zombies in chat, mingle with us here on the show, other hosts from the other shows from the All Games Radio. Because uh, we love mingling with you zombies here live every week. Uh, if you want to hear a slide bit, cannot join us live on all devices, cars, smart homes, gaming consoles, everywhere, get the TuneIn app. And uh, on the TuneIn app, you add All Games Radio, and you can hear us live no matter where you're at in the world. And you ought to tune in is on all the smart homes, so you can say, Google, play All Games Radio on TuneIn, and it automatically comes with it. So, uh, you know, that's that's awesome way to listen to us if you're at the gym, no matter where you're at, driving down the road. Uh, a lot of new cars do come with TuneIn in it, uh, but uh, get the TuneIn app everywhere at All Games Radio. And we do want to thank the Zombie Research Society for having ZombieCast as the one official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles, and while you're browsing over there, you can listen to this podcast form of ZombieCast. We're a live radio show on Mondays. We're also available in podcast form. The complete library of ZombieCast is over there on the front page of ZombieResearchSociety.com and uh, go over there and give them guys some love. They're always up to date on the top tech news stuff, 
And we do want to thank the late, great George Romero, the panelists over there, the founder, Matt Moak, Zambathon. And you know what? We had, the last time we had Mr. Cameron on, that's, the, you know, Ted Bailed and Norma Bailed and... <laughs> It, it's been forever ago, but that, that's been their well, last we, show. We, we, we knew that show could never be topped, so we didn't come back. That's so, right. So, that's and then right. we were we at our contracts, and it says we were contractually obligated. Yeah. Welcome back. Can, yeah, welcome back. Cameron put the fear into you guys, but, but you know what? It's hard to, we, you know, we're, we're going to have to put a show above it. Me and Matt, we stepped up. We had the big big balls, and uh, we made a we show. We should have gotten Cameron to fill in. He He's the, the strength of both me and Norma. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Well, Cameron can go either way, man. Female, male. Maybe he could he could have done both. But uh, but go back and listen to that show. We did have the Zum Research Society being that we're mentioning those guys on the last show. And uh, I think we're going to start having those guys on a lot more frequently to let us know what all's going on over at ZombieResearchSociety.com. But we do want to thank those guys for having ZombieCast as the one and only official radio show of the ZombieResearchSociety.com. And while you guys are over on social media, I want you to like and follow on Facebook and Twitter zombie cast world as we love mingle with you zombies all week long now me and matt and norma not matt me ted and norma what? have been wondering something matt you know we had a group meeting today we have, we have. Oh, and no. the topic the topic <laughs> that we have been wondering coming up it's been, I, matt i, I say i, I don't know anything about this meeting and uh, i think this is there i think this is a lie and i think it's uh, so what is we'll say we, Come on 37 days times 24 times 60 seconds matt how many times have you have you shoveled your driveway since we've all been on the show this is kind oh, of a trivia question we want to know countless. how up to par canadian that you are because you should know by x's on your map how many times have you shoveled that driveway? Uh, can I say countless? Is countless a, an answer? It's been nonstop snow here. Man. Oh my god! He is a true Canadian. For real? Andy. Yeah. It was negative thirty, I think, a week ago. Good Maybe god! Two, negative. Wow. Yeah, it was actually like the advisor was like, "Don't go outside. Just <laughs> <That's> <laughs> don't. Bad. If you have anything to do outside, try to find a way not to do it." I think was the advice. That is nuts, man. Could you keep your house warm? No, uh, we have no heating up here in Canada, Norma. They don't even have fire. They haven't gotten no. fire in Canada yet. You don't what, what's have this, fire yet? What's this magic light you talk of that keeps you warm? Fire? <laughs> Australia stole all Of course we have heating, Norma. Fire. Jesus. We're not a third no, world. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, when we had like negative 12 a couple years ago, like the heat could not keep up. We had to buy like space heaters. Negative 12 is a balmy summer day in Canada. Yes, that it is, yeah. because I've been to Canada in June, and it is freaking cold in Canada. Well, I remember last year, Matt, you posted a picture, and it was like a maze. It, your neighbors had been out shoveling, and you would shovel, dude, and it was the coolest picture ever. Because, it, I mean, it was like literally like a winter wonderland, but, but you guys had paths everywhere, like burrows, like you were moles oh, yeah. or something. Sonic well, there's some days where you just have to like shovel multiple times to make sure you're not like stuck. Because it just keeps snowing. You're like, all right, here we go again. You just got to like keep on top of Gosh. it. Gosh, you know what? You were a true Canadian. Countless was the correct answer, and you, <laughs> he nailed it. God you bless. Win, you win. Ooh, what do I win? win? Do I win a winner. snowblower? Do you guys want to chip in? Can we do a crowd? We're going to get you Would a We're going to get you workable? one of those little Does tiny space heaters. Space heaters. <laughs> Since you don't have any heat in Canada. Finally, I can have heat in my house. Oh. <laughs> Norma. Norma, do you have electricity where you are? What's that? Well, Matt, Matt does plug his car in. That's something new that we don't do down here. 
That's true. My that car is cool, though. Plug. You have to plug your car in. Uh, no, that was in Alberta. Car? In Ontario, not so much. In Alberta, it's even worse. But Ontario, we haven't had to plug in our car yet. Got so you, that's got good. you. Yeah. But you know what? I've missed you guys. It's been a couple of weeks since we've all been on the show. I've truly missed hanging out with you guys. And, and I know it's the off-season. And a lot of times we run short on topics. But tonight, I think we've got a lot of love and a lot of things we want to talk about. It may be a little bit of zombie, maybe a little bit of just you know things that we're interested in. But on the whenever we were getting ready pre-show and lining everything up, Ted brought up a topic and I think it, we all kind of debated it, and you said Bloody Disgusting come up with the Decade Horror Movie of the Year. I think it was Bloody It was one of the big sites. I, I don't have to, the top horror of my news head. Horror something. But the, their top, their, it was either Bloody Disgusting or Dread Central, but their top pick for horror movie of the decade, I was like, I, I was rolling my eyes. Like, really? Really? Yeah. What was it? It was the remake of Evil Dead is the top horror movie of the whole decade. And I really? just thought, really? There's, a, it, there's it, just a number of things wrong with that decision. Like, that. I feel like a, a top of the decade should be something that's just like ingrained itself in horror pop culture. Like something that every horror fan like quotes or other horror movies have spoofed. But the Evil Dead remake, no one's talked about that movie since it was made. Yeah. People talk yeah. about the original Evil Dead way more than more, the remake. Yeah. The remake is only five years old. It yeah. was it was publicized all over the place. Cabin in the Woods. I, I mean, there, there's Cabin in the, the Woods is what I would. Think. I would have taken Get Out. I thought Get Out would have been like the horror movie of the decade, as much hype as that got. Well, we know? were talking. I think uh, Paranormal Activity deserves a, a at least top five just for like its influence because that spawned a whole subgenre of horror. Well, well, well let's do a well, top sorry, five right quick. Our top five, no order. So so we got Jesus. Paranormal <laughs> Activity in there, right? I don't know if I okay. Uh, okay. I that's, would say I, I really love It Follows. I think that's a really good yeah, the, the ending is the ending kind of goes off the rails and is stupid, but uh, the whole movie up to the last like 15 minutes is amazing, I think. And Strange I think Insidious deserves a, a nod somewhere in there, too. The first Insidious? The first one, yeah. yes. I agree. I like that movie. And we're talking the last 10 years. I'm trying to think. Man, uh, man, what about Bye Bye Man, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna someone say, say yeah. oh, oh god did, did someone say the bye bye man oh, no. don't say it don't think bye-bye. it don't say it what are the rules bye-bye. you say the bye bye man you bye-bye. have to like, play the spoons if you, if, or something yeah 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 I, I actually watched it and it was it was it was outstanding it's um <laughs> if you if you say or think the words bye bye man like the bye bye man gets you and if you somebody hears you say it then you end up putting it in their head and then you have to kill the person you told it to so that they don't spread it on. Okay. It's so fucking... It's like the most retarded movie I've ever seen. And like nothing <laughs> has any explanation of any kind. Like, all this stuff happens. They're like, if you hear a train bye, coming, baby. it means the bye-bye man's near. But they never tell you why. <laughs> if you hear coins dropping on the floor, it means the bye-bye man is near. But they don't explain why. Like- I think it's an intelligent movie, Ted. It's, it's like when so- my parents would scare me with a boogeyman. There was no stupid. reason why it would be there, but... Tiger says, what about Babadook? Babadook. Nah, I was in the camp that that was one of the most overrated, annoying <laughs> movies. Yeah. So horror movies, let me think. Did we say Cabin in the Woods yet? I know we were yes. talking about it a bunch. All right. I think so. Yeah, well, I don't know if I want to put it in there. So, so I do. So, I Ted, put you put paranormal, or no, Norma put paranormal Matt, activity. Matt put paranormal activity. No, that was Matt. Matt. So, so what, what do you put, Ted? What, what, what is your one five? You know, you know what, what I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna say, and this is gonna be a controversial pick. If I, I, I low top, this is top five though, right? Oh, uh, let's just say our top whatever. I'm gonna say 
to me, one of the, my favorite horror movies, and I will defend it to the end of the last decade, Terrifier. What? I that movie that is high. Um, that movie is amazing. I don't care what anyone. That movie is for what they tried to do with that uh. budget. That movie was produced by Dread Central, which we're probably mocking right now on the show. Uh, That they pulled off a movie that looked that good, was that disturbing, that well shot with a villain, that scary. Because movie clowns are like the most cliche thing you can do, a scary clown. That movie... That's true. That movie in the middle of cliched, overdone, scary movie clowns, that movie created the scariest movie clown. By far, in my opinion. It was an instant icon, for sure. Yeah, instant icon of a character. And and but, but you know that and and they had a GoFundMe and it reached its total budget doubled or tripled it like in the first hour right it's crazy yeah terrifier 2 is maybe this i didn't see it on the list of this year but i think it's this year yeah well they're making it now and they, they posted a picture it was uh, art all bloodied up and i was like i thought i put on there and david laughed uh, about it but i was like i thought art maybe took the christian path in part 2 <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got blood all over him. <laughs> you thought he was going to be a good guy in part two, you mean? Yeah, yeah. But but I said I thought he was going to take the Christian path. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, I, I think man, they're, I think they're think. doing with him in part two. Uh, part two, I think, if you, watch, if you ever saw the Maniac Cop movies, which I'm sure you did, um, Maniac Cop was killed at the end of the second movie, and then the third movie he returns from the grave because like a voodoo priest resurrected him to like kill people for him. And I think that's what they're doing in the second movie. Because remember, Art got he got uh, his brains blown out at the end of Terrifier, and then he sits up in the morgue, and he's got a giant hole in the back of his head, and he just starts killing, and it doesn't make any. It's like he somehow is back. I think I read the plot of the second one is sort of something similar to that, like some Witcher voodoo people resurrected him, and that's why he came back. And I think the second movie takes place on the same night. They're they're Halloween twoing it. That's cool. Hmm. So there's VHS, The Last Exorcism. Oh, VHS there was, was good. Was great. Yeah, Drag Me to VHS. Hell is that one. Was, that was Sinister was amazing. That put fear into my wife. She started. She was watching that during the day and had to stop till I got home. It really got to her. Is Let me that the one with like the kid abducting? Wreck the kid one. killers. It's like the. Fa- it's like intercut with. Um, Images like videos of kids killing their parents or killing adults. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, couldn't, it's I the, couldn't watch that. It's got the famous Bubba lawnmower Hotel. scene where the lawnmower goes yeah. over the the guy's face. <laughs> They're watching like a, an eight millimeter reel, and suddenly a lawnmower goes over a guy's face. Yeah, I remember that. that was you remember that? Nope. Everything that I look I at, it follows is number one. It follows is there. It follows is there. The stacker dot com. Uh, the uh, Babadook was on number one in one of the lists I saw. Which again was was a fine movie, but I just got tired. Everybody said it's like the greatest horror movie ever, and I I watch it and I'm like, it's okay. I mean, you guys, it's I I didn't find it scary in the least. I thought the child screaming was almost so irritating. I know that was the point, but he's so irritating that like it ruined the movie. Like I couldn't stand listening to him. The last decade is screaming there. That was that that was like (laughs) you're about uh, 20 years off with that, Sean. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That was 1996. See, there's Terrifier, Tales of Halloween, Goosebumps. Starry Uh, Eyes would be in my top ten. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, Starry Eyes. My brain is like, come on, Alex Esso, Alex Esso, brain fart, brain fart. Yeah, Starry Eyes would be in my top something, something. I would say It 1 has got to be on on the list. 
Yeah, it, big one I'd put up there somewhere I, with the kids. Like yeah, and and now who recently saw it too? Because we never debated this I, movie I and it's old. It, it's I, old. I, I saw it like two weeks ago. Spoilers, and, uh, way spoilers. We to talk about We're, it. Yeah. So uh, and you said it was the most boring movie you've ever seen in your life. I I can safely say I hated that movie. Like I hated now, it. Like I was like my I heard it wasn't nearly as good as the first one and all this stuff. And I didn't see it in the theater. The reason I didn't see it in the theater is I was literally. No joke. I was going to see it, and I was walking out the door, and my brother texted me, and he had a video of himself with this tiny little puppy, and he says, "I just got, I just bought a puppy," and I said, "Uh," he says, "You want to come over and see it?" and I was like, "Uh, I'll go see the fucking puppy," and I went and saw the puppy, and and but I was like walking to the car. Um, no, I I just was like, it was so long. It was like a series of watching each character go on a little individual quest to get a thing. It was like one after the other watching. Like the beginning is is Mike Hanlon or whatever. He calls each person. I know that's the story, but it's boring. He calls yeah. them one at a time, says, it's back. And you have to go through each phone call. Yeah. Then you go through each individual person. I was happy that one dude killed himself just to shorten the amount of time <laughs> to watch people going on a quest. It's like now we only have to watch six people do it. Um, now the bat the battle at the end, man. I absolutely I love. Well, let's let's the jump. At yeah, the you're, end. before you're jumping, we jump you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead too much. Yeah. But what I don't get is like I was watching it and I, I was so confused because they start showing all this crap that happened when they were kids. It was not in the first movie, and I thought, did this stuff happen during the first movie? We just didn't see it. Or is was this it like? Is this... Or was it like? Did I not remember the scene? There's a lot of like. I don't. I feel like I should remember this. No, it didn't have like it showed them like they go out in the woods and they're like. This is where our old clubhouse was, and they say, and they they like open the, the door and they go down apartments. into this they go down into this giant clubhouse. And I was like, they didn't have no clubhouse in the first movie. Did this happen after? Because at the end of at the end of the movie, you're kind of led true. to believe they never saw each other again for 27 years after they made that pact and they right. s- they walked separate ways. So I was like, did this happen after that? And and then I thought. They had they had evidence in there that let me know that some of those things did happen after some happened during because they said the first movie was 1989 and this could not have been a mistake. There's an arcade scene where Finn Wolfhard is in an arcade and there's a Street Fighter one arcade machine he's playing Mm -hmm. and that's 1989. But then later he's in the same arcade and there's a Mortal Kombat, which is 1992. Right. So some of those scenes did take place after the first movie but again it kind of contradicts the whole we haven't seen each other in 27 years and and also like a thing was like um it showed like each kid getting scared by the clown again like the one kid finds the clown in his in his locker yeah did that happen during the first movie i just was so confused well here's let me tell you really bugged me this there's the idea that none of them remember it being it terrorizing them they they slowly remember it so why would they, first of all, why would they come back when Mike comes calling? But second of all... They made a pact, Matt. But they made a pact. Wouldn't they be like, why did we make this pact? Over nothing? This doesn't make any sense. But also, too, if they stayed and became close friends because of this incident, wouldn't not remembering it kind of destroy those memories as well? Like, when they think yeah. back at their friendship with these kids, it was mostly discussing it in this hugely <laughs> terrifying, life-changing there was nothing about them. How could you forget that ever? They, yeah. I, I think in the book it says like that's what happens. Like it's like almost like a spell, but or something like sense. that. Like in, 
plot-wise, like, none of these people would have a reason to speak to these people again if all the memories about It were erased. At least very little of their friendship left. That's all their friendship was about was I, It. They don't ever talk about... Remember that time when you came over and we played video games? No, it's everything yeah, it's that like ever happened icon? in their life is about this this clown. Hey, uh, but... but let me tell you that something else. Sorry, just very quickly. No, no, no. Go ahead. I remember one of you saw this movie, uh, and you said there was a there was a, you know a gay beating at the very start of the movie, and yeah. so I'm watching the movie, and there's a very violent, vicious beating of a gay man right yeah. up the top. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be central to the plot. One of these guys is one of the kids grown up, or this is this is an instant. No, game. it had zero effect, zero plot point. This beating that took it was place in for there, 10 minutes. Matt, it was in there to be a woke... It, I, I know that like, I'm not going to trash woke culture, but it was because it, it contradicted Pennywise only eats children. But for some yeah. reason, that guy was like a 35-year-old adult, and he killed him and ate him. For no it reason. Was, it, it's it's a, like, why is this even in the movie? Heart. That scene pissed me off, man. That, that was a well-taped scene, I thought. But, but, there, it, but there was it nothing... Was pointless. There was no purpose for it. In the it context of the movie, Pennywise is back. But in the original It miniseries, they know Pennywise is back because he eats a little girl on a tricycle who's out in her front yard, and she sees Pennywise like through the laundry, like all the sheets are flowing, and it's a scary scene. She sees this clown standing out in the laundry, and she gets eaten, and Mike Hanlon, the black dude, has become a cop, whereas in the new movie, he's just some crazy hermit living in like a attic somewhere. Yeah. And he he goes and invest. They call him in, and he sees this dead girl's like remains, and he says, "Oh my god, that fucking clown did this." And that's he says, "This is absolutely a, a Pennywise killing." And they starts calling everybody. But in the new movie, he's just some hermit living in an attic, with a with yeah. a jar. Because then they added that whole backstory about the the first people who lived there had a the ceremony. tribe. Yeah, what's this? What's this Indian tribe about? What is this? <laughs> it's it was it was a te- I thought it was terrible I thought it was mind boggling but and then even things like that the whole first trailer was that scene where Je- Jessica Chastain goes to the old lady's house and it's this really creepy scene but it doesn't add up or have anything to do with anything no like she says she implies Pennywise was her dad and there's like a picture of him on the wall but no he was an alien monster crab thing from space so how is he your dad and and also, like, even at the end, they said that, uh, this is confirmed. They said we're going to see the thing in its true form, see the it in its true form. Well, in, in its true form was a giant, like, spider monster. This movie, they said they knew that they couldn't have the same spider monster because people hated it so much in the original. So they made it a clown spider. It was like a centaur <laughs> clown spider thing. <laughs> yeah. So they're saying the its natural form still was claw, a giant. right? Yeah, but they they were saying its actual real form still was a big clown, that and they did sense. that just because they yeah. knew they had to have the. Cl- it's, I hated it, and and then yeah. and then, <laughs> and then the last thing I'll say and I'll shut up was at the ending of the movie, again they defeat the clown the exact same way they defeated him in the last movie. It's like they the first movie they go, wait a minute, we just have to show him we're not afraid of him, and we just have to let him know, and they go, we're not afraid of you, you can't blah blah blah. Yeah, they shouted cl- at him to death, and they sh- and the clown starts getting weak. And then in this movie, they just... Not me. And at this movie, at the end, they do the same thing. They go, wait a minute. I just remembered we can do the exact same thing again. You're just a clown. And he starts going... (laughs) I thought it was hard. I like the creature effects, though. There's some good, like, just playing out just fun, creative creature effects. But the movie itself is just stretched on. Although I love um, the guy, Bill Hader. I always like him in movies. 
Yeah. I like Bill Hader. Once once they went to the house, like the famous scary house, from then on, like the guy's head was running around like a, a spider head. That's true. I liked all that till the end, but... Oh, and, and, and one last thing, and I, I want a point I wanted to make that didn't make sense is another contradiction is uh, they had that meeting at the end of the first movie out on the side of the river, and they were like, they cut their hands and they said, you know, if it ever comes back, we'll come back too. And they all walk and they leave one at a time and go in different directions and they disappear. Like it's sort of implying they never saw each other again. And then this movie has a scene that takes place 10 minutes later and all the kids are riding their bikes together yeah. <laughs> through the town square like like well what are our parents going to say we've been gone for two days it's like well you all walk separate directions you think at the one end of the last like, hey, guys let's go ride our bikes home and then you <laughs> met back up on the bikes it was puzzling i don't i don't know <laughs> sorry i know you liked it sean. sean i'm sorry we're sean. trashing it no, I, no 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 god i hated it it's good i i but I, I, I like the first one way better. Oh, yeah. yeah first yeah, one's yeah. a million times. It's like a, it's not even close. It's like, yeah. I, I thought it was like, I, it was like Exorcist 2, where the first one's like really good, and the second one is like, what in the hell even happened? Yep. Hey, I posted the list that you had talked about, Ted. It's, uh, it was number one was Evil Dead, two is Get Out, Hereditary. 28 Days Later is older than that yeah the witch oh. uh the cabin Trains in the woods was number five but it's, it follows his six you said, said uh, train of Hussein, sean was your favorite zombie film yeah that movie was really good it, it's on the list uh the conjuring but uh yeah. what got me was number nine is uh dr sleep it beat uh the babadook i mean it beat a lot of movies it beat it it beat maniac it's a good movie. Comes out uh, in like three weeks on a digital and Blu-ray next month. One that, that I forget about, and the, a lot of zombies should see this out there, is one that you recommended, I think, to us, or Matt, you recommended it, was Maniac with Elijah Wood. Yeah. That, that was a really good movie. That. That's number 12 on the what? list Yeah, for a decade of movies, top 25. That, that was good, is- dude. They, they, they captured the 80s everything, I, I feel like. I remember that... that that movie made me feel dirty. <laughs> I watched that movie with like a group of people. <laughs> Derek Derek H watched that movie with us, and I remember he said, he said the movie he was he was right. He says the movie did what it was set out to do too well because they sort of put you it through the eyes of the killer, yeah. and it makes mm-hmm. you feel like sick because you feel almost like you're doing the killing. And he's like, it did it too well, and it's true. Like that the part, especially when he's like under the car and he's just watching the woman's feet walk around, that he slices her. Tendon or? The tendon or whatever, yeah. Yeah. But number 14 yeah. on the list is the first zombie film on the top 25 of the decade, and it is Train to Busan. That's a really good movie, and it's got, it's got an ending that is just crucial. I mean, this little girl that, that, I mean, if you haven't seen it, Train to Busan is a good movie. Matt, you and your wife should watch it. And it's not like you're just constantly reading. It's, it's, it's done... With 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 American closed cat with English closed caption really really well, and it's easy to watch and easy to read at the same time. But absolutely love this. I felt movie. like it was an adrenaline rush. And it's all over the the streaming which services. Which is what I liked. Have you seen it, Norma? Mm-hmm. Would you put it on a top it's, ten? I would put it. I would definitely put it in the top ten because it was actually very well done. I was a little worried 
I felt, you know, we've been oversaturated with the zombie genre as far as movies go, but that one was actually kind of refreshing. It was interesting. And it kept me um There's a lot of zombie like eager. I wanted to see what was going on. Like, you know, like never at any point I'm like, okay, this is boring. Japanese zombies. There's a lot of stuff out there. Even on Shudder, there's a lot of Japanese zombie stuff. There's there's a movie on Shudder called uh, One Cut of the Dead that everyone says is like one of the best like horror movies of the decade and I've never watched it but it's on Shudder. What is one Raw? One Cut of the Dead. I don't even know what it's about really. Raw. I... Oh, I don't know. It was number 18 on the list. Uh, but I, there was some that were later on. The Invitation. Oh, I, lo- I love of the Jane Invitation. Doe, that's one of those. Invitation is one of those, like, not really a gory thriller, but more of just like a suspense. Yeah. What's going on mm-hmm. in the situation thriller. It was good. Yeah, Lord. I mean, if we talk about suspense, Split was definitely one of my favorite of now, the last 10 years. Yeah, Split was good. Yep. All right, no, number 24 on this list. I, I want to talk about this because... I may have mentioned it last episode, but it's Rob Zombie's The Lords of Salem, which is number 24 on the top 25 of the decade uh, of horror films. What was number 25? Because I remember thinking that should be higher. What was it? Number 25 was A Quiet Place. Yeah. Oh, that one was fantastic. Actually, I, I liked The Quiet like Place. I thought all. it was pretty good. <laughs> I like Another one that I like that I would probably put in maybe in my top 10 is All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Never seen that movie. That's well, the reason when you, when you said that earlier, my mind thought you said all the boys love Mandy Moore. It's possible because <laughs> I was trying to say Mandy Moore, but it's Mandy Lane. But yeah, you know, we had. I thought we, you said we, Mandy Moore because I was confused. Like, what is that's a horror movie? <laughs> it's very possible I said Mandy Moore. I like to baptize but, with new people with different names all the time. But before Rob Zombie's 13 come on, yeah, you know, we had them all. They were here on ZombieCast, uh, Lou Temple which was one of the crazy clowns wearing the Daisy Dukes. And I watched 13 a few weeks ago, and I heard nothing but bashing about it. It was 31. It. It was 30, 31. 31. And there yeah. was so much bashing about it, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to waste my time. But but I got Shudder. I'm subscribed to it, which everybody, if you like horror, should, should get Shudder, uh, which we recently had had the man from Shudder here on ZombieCast also on one of the back episodes from uh, a few episodes ago. But I heard a lot of bad things about this 31 and I remember we we got it uh, basically before it come out when it was in the theaters. Ted, you kind of shared it with us, or yeah, I so, saw I saw a preview of it or something. And I I thought the movie was okay. I mean, there, there was some quirky <laughs> stuff in it, but and I I liked it. I liked the opening monologue, the black and white monologue with the dude talking right to the camera. Yeah, I think that's the best scene in the movie. That's I think that's the problem is the best scene in the movie is literally the opening five minutes, and then the rest of the movie was. But the guy with the yeah. beard, yeah, you know, I kind of dug that guy, and, and the the girl, you know, I, I I think that Sherry Moon actually did a decent job in it. She wasn't the annoying, you know, <laughs> you know mass crazed killer like she is normally is in it. You know, she was the victim and not the killer in in, in thirty one. But it, it it was it was kind of a game called thirty one. The part that I, that I didn't care for was that the the old people. That they were playing the game twenty one, but but I I was entertained. I, I mean I was disappointed. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say it should win awards or anything, but I was entertained, not disappointed at all. So Matt, well, you know if you and normally you guys have Shutter, just just a fun film, it wasn't too violent, it wasn't too gory, but it's uh, kind of survival of the dead. If you last twenty four hours, okay. you win. If you if you don't, you die. I just don't. You know what? I just don't. I, I respect Rob Zombie. Uh, I just don't like the aesthetics yeah. of his films. Like, I, they're just too... 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain, like, over-the-top comic They're, they're all bookies. hillbilly horror with a lot of screaming. Yeah. Like, I just don't find them too engaging. Like, after a while, I just kind of tune out a tiny bit. It's showtime! Yeah. What was I going to There was something I was going to say about something... Did you, are you watch any of the Joe Bob stuff, like his Christmas or Halloween marathons? Uh, I watched the Halloween thing, and I was telling Matt today uh, on the Halloween special, he praises, he says, one of my most favorite spots is the Haunted House Capital of the World. Oh, there. yeah, 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 yeah. I, and, I, and, I saw that, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know Matt and his wife, a lot of times they go to Niagara Falls and they talk Ooh. about the casinos and the haunted houses. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that. That's some fantastic haunted houses. They say, where else They're can scary. you, you literally walk to eight haunted houses side by side by yeah. side. He has a whole monologue about, and, and, and Sean, yeah, about Niagara Falls and how it's like the horror car, haunted house capital. He also, if you yeah. watch his Christmas one, Sean, at the beginning, he goes on like a 10 minute rant about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like really? Bef- yeah, before he watches Black Christmas, I think. So watch the Black Christmas episode. He goes on about how that's like the greatest Christmas horror movie or something. And he just, I was like, holy shit. But Joe Bob's like his, because he does like that long monologue before every movie that sort of has nothing to do with the movie. He's just talking about something. Yeah. And he chose to spend the opening of the whole Christmas marathon just going on about how twisted Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> Well, you know, the way that Christmas fell this year, we all... You know, I, I found myself busy, and, and there was a lot of. I was having problems. You know, we were going to do a show right before Christmas, and the store that that Freeman Mommy shops at, the one and only store that I really needed to go to, had a car to run through it the Sunday before I saw Christmas. That. So, come Monday night, they boarded it up, and they're like, "We're open tonight." So, I was like, "Guys, I really can't do a zombie cast tonight." So, yeah, you know, we went a couple weeks without zombie cast, but we did get fan mail that says, "You know what?" We have not heard Ted's uh, Ted's uh, take on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer again. Oh, that was so, uh, yeah. So okay. people, That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, so I don't know what I can add to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I talk about it every year, but I watched so it good. again. They showed that on free. So wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong. They showed it several times. Like I saw it. Like I, I can only sit through it once a year. But I mean, normally you get one showing. It's like a big deal. Like free form. Got the rights to show it. They showed it like twelve fucking times this year. This was wow. it's money, day. man. So yeah, but, but you had noticed that there's another one. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah, that was. And you crap. had noticed some stuff on that because we've never broke that down. And that's one of those movies. A lot of times, I I, I see it. and I'm like, I don't know if I've ever seen this all the way through. And I end up watching it all the way through. And then the next year, I'm like, have I ever seen this all the way through? It's just one of those that doesn't stick with me. But but you said yeah. it was a little racy, also, right? It uh, uh, it's called is it Santa Claus is coming to town or is it the year without a Santa Claus? I don't know. It's, it was it the one where it's got the, you got the red headed Chris Kringle. That's the it's Santa Claus is coming to town. And the Father Winter and it's got the the like the the Winter guy that's got the the crown and the, the Winter face. Warlock. Yeah, the Winter now, Warlock. Santa Claus is coming to town. I just mentioned that at the beginning of the movie. It's kind of funny. Is uh, <clears throat> you've got the mailman. I can't remember his name. And he's like opening all of Santa's mail and reading his letters and he's throwing the letters in the air and it's meant to be cute. And I just thought, he's actually, that's a federal law. He's illegally opening yeah. someone else's mail and flinging <laughs> it into the snow. That's right. Um, no, but, but I was thinking also like all those Rankin Bass ones, like they, it's it's hilarious to watch because even like one of my favorites is uh, um, Twas the Night Before Christmas, which is, is 2D animated. It's not claymated. And it's about these uh, mice that live in a, a side of like a clockmaker's house. And the plot of that one is S- S- one of the little mice children 
writes Santa a letter like around like August and says that you know you're a you're a fraud. We don't you know you're obviously a fake. So Santa is such like a dickhead in this thing that he um, boycotts the entire town and refuses to bring <laughs> them any goodness. Christmas presents because a mouse wrote uh, a little mouse wrote him a letter saying. Signed, all of us. We think you're a fake and a phony. And again, I'm like, so the whole point is the town trying to win back Santa's love so that he will give them presents. So I just, I'm like, I don't know what's up with these Rankin-Bass things where they always make Santa seem like a jerk. But even in that one, I was like, you're literally so butthurt over a letter a kid, little mouse wrote, that you're going to boycott a whole town. And it even shows, like, children. It even shows children sick in the hospital. Like, there's a scene where the, the mouse's dad says... I'm going to show you how you ruined Christmas for everybody with your letter. And he goes to a children's hospital. All these kids are in bed. It says, this hospital used to know laughter, but not anymore. Not since you wrote that letter. And now all they do is cry. And I, and I was like, Santa's boycotting a children's hospital. <laughs> That's rough, man. That's it's, just... it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. But again, when you start breaking them down in your head, it's like, holy shit. Yeah, what are the, what are the life lessons here? suffer because someone else you don't know the children's hospital is a bit much yeah you like boycott yeah. and, and then like the um yeah. frosty the snowman once what's always funny to me and that one is uh at the beginning of the show the kids blatantly steal the magician's hat i don't care what anyone says the magician tosses the hat finds out it's magic wants his hat back the kids take the hat steal it give it to the to the the snowman and he's like i want it back it's my head it's magic it, it, it'll make me a millionaire and it's pretty obvious that the writers of Frosty knew that it wasn't very clear that the kids had not stolen the hat. So there's literally a scene after they steal the hat where the where the narrator comes on screen and goes, Now, one point that must be made very clear is that the hat did belong to the children. He's having to tell the audience so that we know the children did not just steal this old man's hat. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Wait. And I was like, "That's that's in there because it's clearly like they it's like they almost made the cartoon and realized it looks kind of like the kid stole his hat." Put in a scene where the narrator insists to the audience, "It must be made clear." What movie is this oh again, Ted? I, what's the Frosty the, Frosty the Snowman? The cartoon? oh Frosty the Snowman. Okay. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Hey, I got a question. Now I'm sitting here. I, I'm at bloodydisgusting.com. And they got the top 31 movies that's coming out in 2020. They, all, all their top tops of tops are at the top of the page. <laughs> but uh, I saw, there, there's a couple on here that I saw posters for in the theater Saturday when we went to, to see uh, Jumanji. Antlers was one of them that they actually have a poster in the Regal Cinema. Uh, and it's on the list and it, it looks very violent and very, very violent. But I, I saw a poster for Fantasy Island, and I was like, wow, I remember watching that growing up. They're going to make a movie out of it. But Fantasy Island is on the top 31 horror movies. Yeah, it's a horror And movie. Michael Rooker's mm -hmm. in it, and I didn't realize this. My, Michael Rooker from The Walking Dead and Tombstone and all those yeah. shows. Uh, this is the, the popular the 70s TV show about a magical island resort. Gets a horror thriller makeover. For the modern age, Blumhouse style. It stars Maggie Q, Michael Rooker, Michael Pena, Lucy Hale, Kim Coates, and more. Kim Coates is the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, they had the bugged out eyes, right? Uh, but I, I didn't realize that this was a horror movie. I, I just saw this this thing. So 
Yeah, I, I got the Regal Unlimited Pass. So I, I won't try to see these uh, too, day though. one. Oh, you you did get it, Norma? I did. That's why it's I'm so nice. Every night. <laughs> you know what? Say what could you possibly see every night? Points. There's only so many I movies. Well, I can also rewatch some. Like Star Wars, I've already seen twice. I'm going for the third time. This I can't time see week. any movies. Norma, your points here. I, I, I didn't realize the points were good. Like a free popcorn is like three thousand points, yeah. right? I had almost ninety thousand uh, points yeah. saved up. So use those That's points. That's awesome. That's what we do. Uh, That's free food. Yep. Yeah, do you see this list, Ted? Is there or Matt and Norma? I posted it in there. Is there any movies you guys are looking forward to? The Grudge. I know it's, uh, it's already come yes, out. Yes, The Quiet Place too. Actually, The Grudge is but, like the flop of forever. It got an F on Cinema Score. That new Grudge movie. It's January. It's like every, this January it's is where Hollywood already. dumps all its trash. Antlers looks like the picture that they show looks kind of crazy. But there was a poster in the theater for this. So you know, sometimes these movies are ones that are like straight to streaming or straight to this straight to that but i did see uh i guess antlers and fantasy island is going to be the silver screen gretel and hansel gretel and hansel that movie looks good hansel. have you seen that trailer i think yeah. i saw a trailer and it freaked me out that trailer new saw in may that the that you know the new saw movie stars chris rock and samuel l jackson what oh, is it like a reboot interesting yeah i think it's in the same saw, universe but it is kind of a reboot and it's it, what it is is a. Uh, Chris Rock is a massive Saw fan. He's like okay. a huge ass Saw fan, and, right. and the guy that directed Saw two, three, and four is directing it, and that's like to me like the the best Saw ever was was two through four. Um, so um, he wrote like a fan script or something. Like he said, I, I'm just gonna sit down and write. I'm gonna sit down and write my own Saw movie. And he sat down and wrote it. And because he's Chris Rock, he ended up get, you know being able to get a meeting. And the Saw people were like, Oh, this is great. Mm. So it's getting made, and Samuel Jackson's in it. With him and the two of them are in it. So we might get to see Samuel Jackson yelling at the Saw puppet, which is going to be pretty yeah. good. You know, whenever I was growing up, there's a movie that's on here. Whenever I grew up, I had a thing. I always had a thing for older women, like my school teachers, no. my friends' moms, <laughs> uh, Judith O'Day. But 80, I had a thing. 90-year-old women from 60-year-old movies. Yep. But wow, one woman that, that has always been hot <laughs> is Angelica Houston. And she was in a film, and, and that which she had an opposite side, reverse side to her very beautiful side. And whenever you see her evil side, it's the most. It was the most terrifying thing as a kid. The witches. The, the witches. witches. And yep. it says the new adaptation of Ronald Dell's novel by Robert Zemeckis tells the scary, funny, and wild adventure of a seven-year-old boy who is run into witches. And, and you know, and, and the witches eat kids in the film, and this little boy gets trapped by the witches. Did, Matt, Norma, do you guys remember this film? It, Angelica Houston was like I do, the, actually. And they I were like at a hotel, it, and it was like a witches about. meeting. And, and whenever they switch, there's a picture of, the, of Angelica Houston's witch yeah. on this list. And, man, it, their I remember nose, it was and terrifying their, their as a kid. Their faces and noses couldn't possibly like hide underneath those rubber like human faces they're wearing. Like that, she's she looks like Angelica Houston. That she pulls her rubber mask off, and suddenly her nose is like a foot long. Hmm. This is the wishes of Eastwick. Or is it Bette Midler in this one, or am I thinking completely? <laughs> you just merged Hocus Pocus. Hocus oh, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> in the one movie. Okay. Is this the one with Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker in it? This is one of the mouse that gets adopted by the family. Tin Man and Scarecrow are. They're redoing that, right? Hocus Pocus. You do. You do I, realize I like that the that girl on Walking Dead is from Hocus Pocus, right? Alpha's like little mini leader there. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah. She was in American yeah. Beauty also. Uh, she was the little girl in Hocus Pocus. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, my, Sean, to answer your question, I might be interested in the Fear Street book or Fear Street movie that's coming out. Um, only because I was a big R.L. Stein fan, and I used to read all his Fear Street books. So I might be interested to do to uh, sit down and, and Norma. See that. Yes. I was just delivered supper, and I have a request. Hi, Uh-oh. Norma. Hi, honey. <laughs> Hi. Hold on, she can't How hear you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, tell her hey. Hi. Is this Hello, Chloe? my dear. How are you? Good. Good. It's Chloe, nice to hear you. What's your favorite horror movie, Chloe, of the last ten years? <laughs> None. You went so Good, good yeah. answer. <laughs> I don't like them. That's incorrect. That's incorrect, uh, Chloe. You like that's incorrect. Things, right? The answer is a Serbian film. What? Stranger Things. You like that? I like Stranger Things. That's a good one. And Justin Bieber. No. (laughs) He's not. You like that YouTuber? He's kind of scary. The one that your dad has a picture with. Uh, Logan Paul. Paul Logan. Paul Hogan from Crocodile Dundee. Logan Paul. He's scary. She loves Jake Paul. Well, tell him, she wanted to say hey. Tell him hey. Hi. Sean, you should gather Hi. all the you, you should Happy gather the night. family around the TV in your in your on your refrigerator, and you should all watch a Serbian film, One Family Night. It's a great movie oh for my family. Gosh. Oh, it's, it's a, a good Disney gateway film, movie for it? Chloe to get into. Tell him bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Chloe. Bye. Oh, she's such a sweetie pie. Oh, she had on my headset. What movie? Hold on. What movie was that, Ted? I, I, I was joking. Don't show your family that movie. <laughs> Chloe knows that you told her. <laughs> well, tell her not to watch it. It was a joke. What, it, what is it? A little joke. little Serbian joke film. there. A little joke. If she wants to see a movie, I tell her in, with the lights on, go watch uh, as, as much as the boys disagree. And by boys, I mean you guys, is A Quiet Place. That's a good one. I like A Quiet Place. I've never fine. seen just, that. Again, it's just it like... I like it fine. Again, I just was not... It's very rare I see a movie that I'm, like, jumping up and down with excitement about. I love it. I love it. All right, King Kong versus Godzilla. Who will win that November 20th? That's on the horror list. Neither will win because... Godzilla protects people. (laughs) They're friends. So he's got to win. King Kong kills everybody. Neither will, neither will win people. because they have to, they they own both franchises and they don't want to. It's like Freddy and Jason. Neither one of them actually won. It was kind of like a draw. Right, right. So That's when does Halloween come out? Halloween kills October sixteenth. Yeah. Halloween so kills. Halloween kills. Boys in the wood. Um, thinking... I don't know. Fantasy Island is an interesting concept because I wasn't sure about it at first and then I just saw like a new trailer for it. So I guess it's, um, I don't know if you know the premises of this of the story, but all these people go to like an island to relax and they kind of ask them, you know, what would you, who's bothering you the most and, you know, what would you do to get rid of them? And they take that concept and they magnify um, that crazy fantasy of getting rid of that person that's driving crazy in their life to become like real right right so i don't know i'd watch it with the lights on at my house (laughs) (laughs) i saw a a, uh, a lot of bathroom breaks i saw a movie the other day that can kind of be quite qualified as a a horror movie that uh, was interesting i saw the lighthouse have you all heard of the light me and matt talked about this last episode because this got like top movies of the year last year, 
And and I gotta say, I have watched this trailer, Ted. I, I've I've only watched it ten times at work. <laughs> I, I've showed this film to coworkers. I have showed this film to my family, and I and I don't know, but I feel like that the trailer is showing something. I think maybe there's a lot of monsters in this movie. Maybe there's a lot of zombies. Maybe there's a lot of something in this movie. But I think that the trailer is deceiving. But but Not the really. trailer, it's, <laughs> but for me, the trailer itself looks like it's just like a masterpiece, iconic thing that they filmed using old cameras and the yeah. black. Looks like they used maybe the darkness as a character mm-hmm. in the movie. It, yeah, and uh, it's got one of those soundtracks that Matt would like. <laughs> the whole uh, the music is like unbelievable. Bum, 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 it's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in a movie. Um, like Fred Sanford. It, bum, 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 bum. It's it's got like no, no, it's just like one of those like one of the, one of those like like in like the game inside, which you know Matt you know, like you know is what I like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, I I, I, I have the soundtrack, Matt. If you'd like so uh, like to hear, have a listen. I got um, the inside soundtrack. Oh yeah, no, no, the, no I've uh, got the, the lighthouse. Yeah. Um, but the, one thing they do that's amazing in the movie is uh. Uh, well, first of all, the movie is it's it's like square format. It's even more narrow than four by three because it was filmed on an actual old ass camera, and it's black and white. It's 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 square, and it um, yeah, visually and sound wise, it's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Like y- the story is another point you can get into whether you like it or not. But just from a visual and sound standpoint, I'd say watch it because it is one of the most haunting, ghostly like just creepy looking it, it move it, it, the movie looks like a ghost if a, it looks like they just made a ghost story movie like if, if what, whatever you imagine a ghost story would look like is what this movie looks like mm-hmm. the whole way through it's just this creepy lighthouse on an island in the middle of a storm it's black and white um lots of rickety boards and and leaky ceilings and dark corners as you said a lot of washed out imagery like I mean, a lot of like really crushed black you know that's like real black uh, a lot of candlelight sean a whole lot right. of candlelight um it's so romantic it's like the fog the movie the fog it's very piratey and and um it has like literally there is a a fog you know a foghorn there's a foghorn that blows like every 15 seconds the entire movie Really? So, so, uh, so we, so we uh, as the audience, like, it, it didn't know it. It, it kind of gets washed out where I stopped hearing it. But I really think, like, I think they did that deliberately because these guys in the island have to listen to this foghorn like every, like, you know, maybe not, maybe not every fifteen seconds, maybe once a minute. They have to listen to it. So we as an right. audience also have to hear this foghorn, and it's just. That would drive me crazy. Little sounds like that, like it's like Chinese water to- torture to me. I want to well, see this in, in the, a theater, but it was not playing near me. It was in, well in, in the distance. You hear this foghorn, and it's it's not loud. It's like in the distance. But um, uh, yeah. What about uh, a leghorn? But the the whole premise of the movie is um, I mean, I'm not gonna t- tell you anything that happens, but it's just about Robert Pattinson, who's unbelievable. By the way, if if you don't like him because of Twilight, watch this movie. Yeah. I like he's, Robert. He's amazing in this movie. Him and uh, Willem Dafoe, who is this crazy ass. He's an absolute maniac, and he's like you know older guy. They are assigned to be lighthouse keepers for f- like five weeks, you know, because they dump them on an island, and then in five weeks, a new crew comes and they get to leave. And, and so and, and, they are. A lot of those lighthouses are like like the fantasy pictures that you see, where it's literally like on an island, yeah. ten feet bigger than the lighthouse, right? And it's just water all around. 
yeah, and so they're they're out there, and just this is pretty early in the movie, so it, it, it lets you know what the premise is. But they they're out there, and don't Robert worry about Pat- spoiling for me. I'm gonna see it, but but if you spoil uh, well, you something, it's okay. You can't massively spoil this movie because there's honestly not much happens in it. It's it's more of just about characters. Um, they go out there and you know Willem Dafoe's the boss, and he's order ordering Robert Pattinson around, making him do everything in the world. And Willem Dafoe works the night shift, and Robert Pattinson works the day shift. And like Willem Dafoe's always up in the lighthouse, like doing something up in the lighthouse, and he won't let Robert Pattinson go up there. He's like, "No, no, the lighthouse is for me. It's mine. You can't go in there." And Robert Pattinson starts to get obsessed with like, "Why? Why am I not allowed up in the top of the lighthouse? Why can you only go?" You know, and he starts to get kind of like resentful of it. Well, the premise is the five weeks is up. And they go out. Uh, I'll, I'll just say this: Willem Dafoe warns Robert Pattinson, says there's something that Robert Pattinson has the urge to do. I won't tell you what it is. And Willem Dafoe right. says, if you do that, it's going to make the sea angry. That's a curse. Like the, the pirates believed that was a curse. Mm-hmm. And if you do it, we're going to get. It's going to cause a curse. Well, the day before they are scheduled to be picked up. Robert Pattinson has had enough, and he does the thing Willem Dafoe tells him not to do. Well, that night, the biggest storm ever just starts blowing in. As Willem Dafoe said would happen, and the boat that's supposed to come pick them up just never comes. You never know. Like, so it might have been sunk in the storm. They might not have come. And then the premise is they're now stuck on this island with no idea when they're going to get to leave. Anything's going on, and they just start going crazy. Like right. they start losing from cabin fever and they're That's drinking awesome. constantly. Like hallucinating? Yeah, or? like hallucinate. They're like Ooh. hallucinating and they're drinking constantly. They start running out of food. So they're just drinking booze all day. And they start to become really like suspicious and paranoid of each other. And um, Willem Dafoe tells Robert Pattinson, he's like, he's like, Robert Pattinson says, has this type of thing ever happened before? And Willem Dafoe says, there was once a guy who got stuck on the island. He's like, how long did he have to stay there? And he goes, nine months. And they go, oh my God. So it's, it's, it's just about the two of them just having a total mental breakdown on this lighthouse in the middle of a storm with no clue when, if they're ever getting picked up. That's right. Cool. And that's that the premise. Crazy. That's the premise. Is it, a, is it like a feeling of dread? Is it a feeling of uh, scariness or just... It's a creepy looking movie. I, I'll say yeah. it, it's, it's not... A, I don't know if it's a horror movie, but... Watch the trailer. Does it make like you're anxiety go up watching yeah it's a it's a tense movie and it look it's just it again like if if you imagine and it's sean will know what i'm talking about you imagine like an old man with a pipe telling a ghost story (sighs) on on the beach (laughs) this movie looks like the story he's telling okay you know like it's a story Lots of water splashing everywhere. Yeah. It's like Lots a man reading Edgar Allan Poe. see a lot of Poe. weird shit out there, you know, and so it, I, I recommend it. It's it's not for everybody. It's by the guy that made The Witch. If you hated The Witch, you're going to hate this. You know what? We should challenge Matt to do a creepy old voice of a reading of the Telltale Heart. That would be awesome, Matt. If you're ever bored at home and you want to warm up your mic... The oh. telltale heart and the anger, the ripping the boards. Oh, oh, the sound of the heart. We could read like in that voice, dum, like dum. a cute, like little dum, kids dum. book, <laughs> and see how creepy he can make it. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe's got some neat. I remember like, they, they made stories. us listen to the audiobook of Telltale Heart in middle school, and I was like, 
on yeah. the edge of my seat. That's I was like awesome. 13, and I really was like, Growth, the raven, the raven. No, Telltale, what am I talking about? That's, yeah. That's where he murdered the man, put him under the boards, but the boards yeah. were creaking in the heart and the thump and the. Yeah, but it was all on his head. Take this yeah. man. It was the guilt. Take him. What's the other one, Macbeth? He's under the. Stop no, the beating that, that of the a, wretched heart. He's the under the guy. floorboards. Something like that. The raven, nevermore. Nevermore, man. Nevermore. 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 <laughs> 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 uh, somebody's in front of my house. You know what? Check this out. <laughs> the other day, we put some bags on our porch, and a rodent, something, ripped the damn bags up, right? Was there so food? I, okay. Yeah, there was food Let's in it. it. So I go back, and I watch the ring video. <laughs> And there's That's one fine. ring video, and this possum comes on my porch, right? And he's sitting and he's ripping the bags open. Rip, 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 rip. Well, the video ends, and it's like one minute later, there's another video, and it's like, oh, there's another video. Well, I played the video after the, the picture of the possum thing, and for some reason that night, I wanted to go make sure all my doors were locked. There's been some break-ins in the neighborhood. So you see me open the door... There's the possum right there at the front door. I open the door, step out, standing beside the possum. My finger's right there at his mouth. I go and I check all the doors, <laughs> make sure they're unlocked. I was beside a damn, the damn possum's mouth was, and head was right at my hand. I never knew. And I went back and watched these two ring videos, and the damn thing could have attacked. I mean, I was standing... Right beside the possum. That, that, that was, <laughs> and he, it, it, man, I'm lucky that damn thing didn't bite me. God bless. I'll try to share that video. There's two videos. If I share the videos, the first one's the possum. Are you in the, the video was, almost getting eaten by the possum? He's just sitting, he's just sitting there tearing into my trash. And I'm standing there vaping, looking at the cars. And I walk off and come back. And, and he, I don't know. Me and the possum was chilling in the video. If I didn't know the damn possum <laughs> so was right funny. there beside me, my God. Maybe he was getting blazed. I don't Maybe. know, man. Yeah. But it was weird because he got, whenever I was standing out there, he was real still, like he was playing possum. Like, like he didn't move yeah, or yeah. nothing. But, but my hand was right there at his head. And I never, never, God, I never knew. Jump. Yep. But zombies, we missed you guys out there. Uh, we're back on I'm track I'm uploading now. Uh, Matt and Sean a little present, by the way. Oh, that's oh. nice. And Norma, you too, if you want it. I was going to say, um, hello. Oh. I like presents. Is, Is it, it in chat? Way? Where do I go? Where do I get it's my not, present? It's not uploaded yet. It'll be a bit, little bit. Is it a, a blister? A blister being popped? I am oh, like a blister in the sun. But over the next week, I think, I think <laughs> the violin fans. We need to come up with a way. <laughs> oh, lovely! It is. Yeah, the possum played dead tiger. <laughs> uh, but I think over the next couple of weeks, we need to figure out a way or something. Maybe, maybe get the zombies, the ones that's got shutter, recommend something that we watch and we dissect and debate and kind of rate. Maybe something that's straight to Shutter. Maybe something made by Shutter. But but uh, I think we all still have the Shutter program. Do you guys still have it? Uh, I, I let my subscription expire, but I, I definitely partook of it when I had it. Well, maybe there's a Mine way too. of sharing. sharing no, no, it's only five bucks. I can easily get it back. 
Yeah, yeah. They, and they I do, have to they add do my promotions it. all the time. Like, yeah. like when Joe Bob comes back, like next month, maybe. They'll, they'll absolutely have like a, we have fifty percent off for a year at Shutter or some bullshit. Yeah, it's not money. I like I'm honestly I'm I'm so hooked on Mr. Robot right now, and there's a couple of other shows that's like that. Matt, my time you make expands. me want to watch. I was telling Ashton this yesterday. I was like, man, Matt yeah. really makes me really makes me want to watch Mr. Robot, oh, and then the I cartoon Rick and Morty. I've never watched one. I was like, Matt really makes me want. Rick and Morty. And, and so I always say I'm like, I'm like yeah. Matt absolutely loves these things. Mr. Need, Robot is an investment. The thing I love about Mr. Robot is you feel like they actually knew what they were doing. So, like, all the seasons make sense. The story makes sense. There's a lot of payoff and a lot of really good twists and turns. Yeah, that very well thought out. Super well thought out. Yeah. I love it. I I've recommend. seen the first season and a couple of the second season, but the first season, I'm like, <gasps> and halfway through, I'm like, <gasps> I see it. I Ooh. see it. Remember, Matt? And I'm like, I see I it. I know. I know Can what I it is. I recommend a good TV I show that uh, we love here at Freeman Kingdom? Yeah. Below oh, Deck. Yeah. Below Deck. Have you guys ever watched that? No. Below I've Deck. Heard, have I heard of it? Is it a reality show? Yeah, what it's a reality it? show. And it's on like, <laughs> what's the TMZ? Uh, Bravo. It's on Bravo. And it's... It's easy. I, I love this show. <laughs> it's dumb, and I'll and I'll put comments out on Facebook, and everybody just loves this show too. But it's uh these people they're on like a ten million dollar yacht, and it's the wait staff, and they have guests that come on every week. But it's the wait staff drama show. <laughs> I love reality TV. I, I was j- kind of joking about that, but it comes on tonight below deck. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Ninety Day Fiance. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, That's the one so like people fall in love, long distance relationships, and then one of them travels, and they got ninety days to either fall in love and get married or break up. Oh, because otherwise, so, wait, like, out of the, the game, the, the show requires they break up if they're not married in ninety days. No, it's all based on Dad the U.S. rule that if like you have someone over, like if someone visits, oh. they have ninety days. They have to leave after ninety days unless they get a visa. And one way to get a visa is to get married, oh, yeah. or one way to get like. A consideration is to get married so they have to make a decision are we in love do i want to get married to stay in the states or is this a disaster and guess what it's almost always a disaster which is the you know the only time it ever worked out was that that girl in the bachelorette the blonde girl she married the dude and they're still married like 15 years later that's like the one time and also and rob and amber on a survivor which wasn't even a dating show but they met and got married and are still married 20 years later so it's like the only hey, two that ever go. worked out. That, you know, before before all, all of us were here on ZombieCast, the early days of ZombieCast, after after the host that, that I don't like, uh, on ZombieCast we had Rake. Jefferson? I think it was Rake. Oh. Rake was his name from uh, Viva La Bam and the Jackass show. Okay. And he got a mail-order Russian bride on one of the shows. And when he was on the show... The reason he was on is because he was part of the filming crew for the the TV show called Nashville, and we had one of the actors from Nashville on that. They they were on the show. What was the Kevin Bacon show? The following. The Bacon, oh, the following, yeah. So so the girl was on Nashville, and she was on The Walking Dead, and she was on The Following. She was on. They were making a game, but Ray come on the show, and, and when when he got that mail order bride, talking about ninety days falling in love. He got married. It was for real, and it was this was like ten years after the fact, or years after the fact. He he was still married to the girl. They fell in love. They they got married as a joke for the TV show, and he was still married to the Russian girl. 
So they really got married and they really fell in love, Hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. It happens. It's rare, but it happens. Dharma and Greg was like that. They they got married the first day they met. In the TV show? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Dharma and Greg with Uh, with Jen Elfman. I used okay. to, because they got married when we did, so we would do laundry and watch Dharma and Greg, and we're like, oh, is, is that this code what married word, life is really like? No, no, it's not No, code it's word. not. We what is doing laundry? We laundry mat. <laughs> Time to do the laundry, fella. <laughs> I, I didn't, let me tell you, this is off topic, I just got to laugh right. at this. Sony just released, officially, the first look at the logo for the PlayStation 5, the official PlayStation 5 logo, oh, yeah? and Angry Joe Put and everybody's like, Guys, I, I hope you're sitting it, down, but here is the first look of the, the official logo. And the joke is, it's the you know, it's the exact same logo of the PS one through four. They just put a five on it because it's been the same P oh, and the yeah. same S for yeah. you know twenty uh-huh. years. It's like I hope you're sitting down, <laughs> but here's what the logo looks like. <laughs> like wow, I didn't. I bet see everybody that was amped after. up too. Like oh my god, oh yeah, my like, god. Yeah, like we're revealing the PS five logo tonight at nine o'clock Eastern. Like. Wow, it's the exact logo of the PS1, 2, 3, <laughs> you know 4. What? There's just now a 5 on it. I know at it's the brand, called, and that makes sense. But at least it's not called the PlayStation Series 1X. Uh, <laughs> oh, you fear yes, the 12 founder, flops! Founder edition. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Matt, I, I was listening to the mini VGO this morning. and the yeah. mini, you, you were off for holiday. And yeah. and and John and Michelle was talking about you know the the switch is fun but but it's kind of lonesome and the PlayStation is fun and it's kind of lonesome and and you know even though as much as they bash the Xbox they they both still agreed it's just something about when you turn the Xbox on the community is different Matt you've got to get you got to get an Xbox don't listen to him Matt uh, go fund me or something join us but but I want I want a game I just don't want an Xbox I I want a game with you Matt we we need to do game Xbox exclusives if you never he's got he's got a Sean you never game but but on game nights like if we had Call of Duty game night I I would be all over it the game nights that Ted and Norma put up is we have a lot of fun and we need to we need to get that back up but I could like play. Titanfall I had Gears, and all I had those Gears Five. I've got uh, no. I've got the PC Game Pass on. He'll have, uh, Matt will have the uh, yeah. new Halo game. Yeah, there goes a PC Game Pass. We can do Halo Five. I mean, that's a while away, but we can do Halo Five, Halo Six. I so, love Halo. So we, we I can love all... Halo. In well, fact, you know, you should have Halo Five and the Master Chief and all that shit. You have all the Halos if you have PC yeah. Game Pass. Well, look, I'm a Sony guy, and I'm a Sony guy for the exclusives. I. I, a lot of people kind of poo-poo Sony exclusives for some reason, but I no, think no, they're I some of the it, best games, best games in the industry. Um, I, and I Xbox it. exclusives just don't do it for me. It's just different. It's different Marine with a different gun. Those and are the it, Xbox exclusives. But, 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 but I know, yeah. I know you, you're yeah. not. I know you're not a social gamer. We have a PS4 here, and, and a lot of times I'll, I'll turn it on. Yeah, your name, but, but for me, I, I I'm with John and Michelle, and, and I know that you don't like social gaming, but it's. Even whenever we're watching a Blu-ray, I aggravate my whole family because I'll open my Xbox. And I'm like, oh, let me check this and that and that and that, my mail and this and that. And they're like, damn, just play the damn movie. <laughs> but something yeah. about when my Xbox turns on, the community, and it's just like, I, lo- I love I, the Xbox community. The reason my the Xbox is all everything. I'll tell you one thing that I think they did was smart with the Xbox, and I, I and it's been proven it's going to be in the next one because they've seen the plugs on the back have been revealed. They have an official photo. Is And people thought it was dumb, but I thought it was brilliant. The fact you can run your TV through the Xbox, that means my Xbox is on all day, every single day. And right. 
the fact that like you so you always have that sort of connected feel that you can always just with one button you're checking your friends list you're flipping to netflix flipping to youtube flipping to this flipping to that flipping back you know and that was a simple idea but i think it was a great idea at the time people thought it was dumb but years later Mm. i i really like that you just sort of have everything connected like that but uh well from day one i was what was the smart system for the xbox the, the the scan the room and all that the, oh the stupid oh, connect yeah, connect stupid yeah connect though. stupid connect yeah. I was remember I was connect day one yeah pause my TV do this do that I remember I was I loved connect me yeah. too I I need connect it worked it, it and they they discontinued it like you can't it was even so plug awesome. it into the newer Xboxes you have to get an adapter you have to get and an they don't adapter. even sell the adapters so I sold my connect camera to a uh, somewhere I mean I just um. But I, I still love the TV integration. I love that. I love the fact that like because you you plug in the the TV if you plug in the TV through the Xbox, you can then control your TV with your telephone. And I like things like that. So like if the remote's out of range, I always have my phone in my pocket. It's like oh, I can turn the volume up and down with the the, the phone. And yeah. Little things like that I do enjoy. Oh, I, I didn't realize this. I just saw this headline, and this is nothing related. It says, uh, Joker fans outraged that Joaquin Phoenix's Golden Globe speech was censored. He claims he never said the F-bomb, and he, it was all bleeped. Well, Who's somebody released an unedited version that says he that shows he did say the F-bomb. Who's this, sorry? The, Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin, oh. Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. It said that they censored a lot of his political stances on Australia or something like that. That's not true. I saw it live. They believed one word when it was very clear he said the F word. Now, now for me, look, I, I don't like. Morissette I don't did like. Not, like What's did that not sense, Alanis Morissette did not censor any of her um, jagged little pill song on New Year's Eve, and they're gonna get down on Joaquin Phoenix for dropping one F bomb. That's a little weird. <laughs> what she said? Well, no, 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 that's not. Don't that's you not, remember? That's not the argument. You ought Mama. to know. Well, is there the yeah, F bomb in there? I know she goes down yes, on Joey yes, Jeremiah, that one, or whatever from that Apple one, Dynasty. and then there's an F bomb in it, and she oh. put it out there, but but yeah, but Joaquin Phoenix can't drop. But that, that was a live, that was a live broadcast. Well, a lot of people though. said 60 Minutes can display Epstein's autopsy pics, but Joaquin gets bleeped for his language that we That's hear all everybody. The time. But it, it's not just him. A lot of people said J- Ricky Gervais yeah. told the audience to fuck off. And they bleeped it. He literally told the whole audience to fuck off, now, and they bleeped it. Now, for it. me, I've, I've never liked Ricky Gervais ever. I, I don't, I don't find him. I don't like nothing he does. But, I like but him. why? I think but, funny. but why were people jumping on the bandwagon last night? He's always been rude like that. Every year that he does it, he's that <laughs> That's rude. A stick, it's, not, yeah. it, it's nothing new. It's not like. Yeah, it's but, just but, Ricky Gervais. But, That's his but, thing. <laughs> but reading all all the right post. The, the right party's post, it was kind of like, oh, my God, he stepped out and, and he just slammed all the liberals. He's always done that. Every year he I does that. I think it's because last night, well, the thing is, like, yeah, he's been doing that for five years. And I remember he first hosted it and everybody was, like, amazed because he was so, like, viciously mean to the crowd. And then yeah. they, people were like, he'll never host it again. And then the next year he was back. Ta-da. And then the next year, it became a tradition for him to roast him. But I think last night it's because he was, like, it was, like, even for him it was pretty, like, He's talking but, about how all of you are friends with Jeffrey Epstein. He talked about half the people in this room are pedophiles. God. He said what, that. Uh, what? He, he said that he said the thing about like no one cares. Like, he, what was that he said? He said uh, he slammed half, Apple. Half of you, 
you all work for a bunch of companies that that run sweatshops. <laughs> yeah, that's and, right. and and then you come up here on TV and lecture the public about well, politics. No, no, no. So just get your award and shut the fuck up. Uh, no, uh, 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 Tim Cook, uh, CEO of Apple, was in the audience, and he's like, "Well, Apple's in the house. You got some good things." He's like, "Why are you guys?" And then he was talking to Tim Cook. He's like, "Why are you guys praising this and that? Like you're good in the world when you have all these sweatshops across seas." And then uh, the the one thing that I did not like. What was the next to the last person that won? The girl won for playing uh, Renee the, Zellweger. Re, yeah, yeah, yeah. She. I, I didn't she, even know she, that she, movie existed until she won. I was like, "What?" Oh no, that that, that movie looks phenomenal, and and it's based on uh, the girl from Wizard of Oz. What's her name? Yeah, Judy Garland. Judy Garland. That movie looks phenomenal, and she won, and her speech went long. And as as soon as it was over, he come out and he was like, "Just fucking shoot me." God, is this over already? And I was thinking, oh my gosh! You know, for one, you're hosting the award. You know, that's the joke, though. He said that at the beginning. He said, he said, he he said, now for our first award, he said, my God, we're only at the first award. Yeah, you know. But I was like, man, I I bet that girl felt like shit. Renee Zellweger, she looks different, man. Well, she had surgery. That was the big deal. She changed her face. Yep. But guys, we're gonna get to the wrap up show. Let me tell you one last thing. The thing he said that I thought. The thing Ricky Gervais did say that even I was like, at the end, I was like, holy shit, was at the end when he was, and you could tell Sandra Bullock was furious. She came out and looked like she was biting her tongue, like she was like so mad. As he said, uh, well, our last presenter is a woman who starred in Bird Box last year, which is about people <laughs> people closing their eyes so that, so that they don't have to acknowledge the horrible truth. Which is what all of you did with Harvey Weinstein for twenty years. It's true though. And then everybody started booing, and he said, "What are you booing me for? You're the ones that did it." Oh my! <laughs> I was like, "Oh!" God. And she true. came out. It was like you could tell she was so pissed. Ouch! Because that was her introduction. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was her intro. I, I just feel like stuff like that. And, and and he said last night pre-show because I, I watched all the clips and all the ratings and all the people. Loving it or complaining it to 2 a.m. this morning. I was just watching stuff yeah. about Ricky Gervais and, and last night's thing. And he said, he was talking to Ryan Seacrest pre-show, and he said, they make a lawyer read all of my stuff before I'm allowed to say it. And they're like, well, can you say stuff that's not on there? And from w- what I got from what he said is sometimes he can slip stuff in there, but pretty much the deal is a lawyer has to make sure that he is not violating anybody's law or anybody this or the other. He can't, he can't his stuff is that crucial. Probably. Yeah, yeah, he can't slander. And he, but, but lawyers have to okay his stuff before he does it. That it's that bad sometimes. But, but well, like again, the Weinstein he, he thing, I'm sure, was... <laughs> that was I was like, wow. <laughs> he, again, he, 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 he said that like half of you are scared Ronan Farrow is going to come after you because he's the guy that bro- breaks all the pedophilia stories. But I mean, he uh, again, he didn't target an individual person. He didn't say any names, but he just implied that half the people in the room are pedophiles. And he said and then he said the thing about like um, he said Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And then they all started like booing. And he says, oh, come on. I know he's your friends with all of them and flew on his plane, but still. It's like whoa! <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, so it was it was pretty. I I thought it was funny, but it was it was it, even for Ricky Gervais, it was more vicious than usual. By by yeah, quite yeah. a mark. Well, look, we're talking about the Golden Globes, and people don't usually talk about the Golden Globes. Yeah, so that's the that's keep, why NBC keeps having him back. 
I think yeah, they realized like exactly no why. one cared, and we don't care if it pisses off the crowd. The ratings go oh, up yeah. because people tune in. They want to they want to hear him say horrible things. Yeah. I will. I'm willing to bet right now Ricky Gervais is going to host next year. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's not, but he'll be back. He'll yeah, be I think back. so too. Money talks. Money talks. And I don't really feel too bad for half these people in the Speak room. Down. I mean, it's it's just a big back padding ceremony. Yeah, I mean, yeah there are hundred millionaires all giving themselves trophies. I mean, I'm not. I don't feel bad if if they call them out on the Harvey Weinstein because most of them were kind of turning a blind eye, right? Oh, they were. Yeah. Like Matt Damon and all those people, they knew. They did, Quentin Tarantino knew. They all knew. It was a running joke. I mean, they joked about it in Family Guy years ago. It was like a best. <laughs> it was the worst kept secret in Hollywood, but. No one wanted to do anything because he was paying the bills and giving people roles. So yeah. Well, did you see him coming into court today with his walker? He's oh, aged. Yeah. He's aged forty uh, years in two years. Yeah. Well, I think that's just an act. But. Yeah. That, that's weird. You guys are talking. Like fake. You guys are talking about language and stuff. And, and this would be my last quick thing, and then we're out. Uh, I just happened to see this, and it made me think. My daughter is really into music and, and stuff like that. Chloe, which was talking to you guys earlier. And she's really into Billie Eilish, and she's into to the the guy that sells all the makeup stuff. But oh, I've no. been in, I've been with her into Billie Eilish, and you know buying her stuff and watching videos with her and all. And this girl's like 15, 16 years old, and I don't understand that, that why every time she goes on a show, being this young, whether it be Entertainment Tonight or People Magazine or whatever, she goes on there and she's praised by everybody, literally. Like the biggest star in the world right now. Is Billie Eilish? Yeah. Yes. I don't even know yeah. that. But is. every time she does yeah, professional stuff, either. it's like she's like the evil it's like, lord. It's like fuck this, fuck that, fuck the world, fuck that, fuck that. And like, her oh. image. Really? But she's so young. Somebody needs to tell her to shut up and be a be a kid. Be a Dude, kid. She yeah. is one of the top performers in the world. The That's her brand. Top, Why would she the shut up? Biggest. But I'm like. Just watch some interviews by her, and and she'll be there in her hoodie and all. And I love her, and and Chloe's all about it. So just like with Jake Paul, I got into Jake Paul. I'm trying to do the dad thing, but a lot of times (laughs) we're watching videos, and I'm like, so cute. Yeah, I mean, it's either don't watch them, or you tolerate the foul language. Yeah, and and we have to tolerate the foul. You know, my kids know right from wrong. You know, they know if they say fuck, they're in trouble. (laughs) Not, Not really, but. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure they're but in huge trouble over that. It, it, it just bothers me. I'm talking to you as as adults about this, but God, right. it pisses me off. I mean, well, yeah. we have a know. language. It's hard to explain what I'm what I'm house. thinking, I guess. But but guys, let's See, get to Norma the Norma gets away with cussing because when she starts cussing, she does it in Portuguese. <laughs> ah, hell. Or, whatever, or whatever the hell <laughs> language she speaks. No I don't even know what she speaks. So she like switches fun. language. What yeah, language do you speak? Spanish. Oh, but I have Spanish. What's the F word in Spanish, Norma? There's so many different ways to say it, but I don't throw I don't throw out the F word. So we'll say it in Spanish for our, our non-Spanish speaking audience. It won't be no, offended. <laughs> I, I can't say it. The only F word I'll say is because it's not a bad word for us, but that's a British term. Okay. What? Well, the P word. You know what? What is? Fag. How did the British say um, the F bomb? I don't Another f- fuk? Oh come on, fuk. That's fuka. They say fuka. Oh my gosh, that was what? hysterical. Isn't it for the? Isn't it for unlawful carnal knowledge? Is that the true meaning of it? Remember the Van Halen yes. album? Yeah, it spells out F U C K. 
No, bloody. I didn't get that when I was a kid. Bloody is like the F word for that. But is that is that really the representation of it or no? Not that's something Van Halen made up, I think. So, but yeah, I wouldn't even say it in Spanish. Look at old Square Norma over here. You want me to say it in Spanish, Ted? I know what it is. I just looked it up. El El Fucko. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Guys, let's get to the wrap up show. We are a year round show. We're back. And uh, we'll be back next Monday. And, you know, in the off season, we have a lot of fun. It seems like a lot of people really like the off season shows because, you know, we, 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 we dabble. In a big circle. And Walking Dead, by the way, is I thought that was like February first or something. It's like February 29th or so. It's it's like yeah, late, I think, I think three it's weeks, back four weeks bit. later than I thought, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, but guys, let's get to the wrap up show. And uh, we do want to thank I want to thank Tiger Claw, who always streams us over here at the All Games Radio Network. And All Games Radio Network is from the founder, the creator of G4 TV. So you guys that watched Attack of the Show and all those shows, Leo Laporte got their start and all that over there. Uh, whenever it turned, you know, from Tech TV to G4 TV. But uh, Scott and the guys over at All Games Radio, we want to thank those guys and the Zone Research Society. I want to give them a shout out again. But Norma, where can people find you? Um, you can find your on find me on Twitter under Normie four seventy seven, and sometimes I don't post very often, but you can find me on Instagram if you want to find me there too. And if you'd like to game, I'm actually playing, uh, you know, the Jedi. Star Wars game, The Falling Order. And the ending has not been spoiled for you. No, it, it has not. For, did you? Did you beat not. that, Matt? Uh, Fallen Order, I beat, and I loved it. Good. Yeah, because I didn't know. I was pl- trying to finish it, and I was like, uh, I, I had heard Sub Z said to me like weeks ago. He's like, "Did you hear about the, them spoiling the ending of Fallen Order?" And I was like, "No." And I made a point to like, I didn't make a point, but I just never saw this commercial they were talking about. And okay. then I sort of thought about that commercial when I was, I'm not going to tell you, Norman, don't worry. Yeah, don't but I, I, I never thought, I sort of thought about it when I was, you know, playing the game. Yeah. I, I kind of like had thought about, I wonder what that commercial showed. And then there's a twist like halfway through the game. And I thought, oh, I guess that was it. And yeah. then you think, you, you think the game is over, Norma. And then okay. some shit goes down. Yeah. And I was oh. like, holy shit. Oh, this is, yeah, this, it's the best thing in the so- game. Well, it's a solid through. game. I loved it. I love I'm it. enjoying every moment yeah. I get to play it. I bought two copies of it, so is I should play it. Oh yeah, yeah. I should, but you I have to play it on an easier difficulty though. It's like I, I, I played it on hard, <clears throat> and I had to lower it at the end. It got too hard. Yeah, I play it on easy because I heard like even like really seasoned um, players have a hard time. So right. I'm like, well, we're just did you see easy. What? What it's they like, just added they say it's like the pass. Dark Souls of Star Wars games. It kind of is. It's it's easier than same that, mechanic too, right? Like if you die, you got to go get your stuff again. And yeah, and yeah, and it's yeah. Some, some of those enemies though are like again. I I played it on the one step above normal for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and did I too. and I it yeah. wasn't that bad. And I got to the final boss and I died like thirty times. And I was like, you know what? And I checked. There's no achievements for difficulty level. And I said, fuck this. And I lowered it back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I check in any yeah. game I get. If there's a trophy or an achievement yeah. for difficulty level. Yeah. And I, I thought, level, why like, did I? Well, wait. Yeah. Why did I even put up with this difficulty where there was no achievement? It didn't, it didn't make any difference. Plus, half the game is a lot of pot, like a uh, puzzle solving, yeah. and exploring, and stuff. Like combat, it, it's heavy in it, but a lot of the stuff is just going back to planets and unlocking yeah. the, stuff. The, mm-hmm. the final fight with that, you know, the mm-hmm. not not the final fight or whatever mm-hmm. at the the, the, the thing before the thing, uh, that part I just got too I got too frustrated with, and I said screw it. Fair enough. Yeah. And it was still hard even on normal. It was still a little op. Uh, so, yeah. 
it's a little difficult, but I'm having does, a great time playing it. Yeah, and I put a lot consider, of hours in it. Does Disney consider Fallen Order canon? Yeah, like, yeah I don't understand. Do. Yeah, they? it is okay. canon. Yeah, sweet. So, uh, so I, I got the Mega Xbox Gold. What is it called? Ultimate, ultimate Pass. Ultimate. ultimate. I got I got the Ultimate, and I was on there last night. and I didn't realize Grand Theft Auto Five is on there now on Game. Yeah, Pass. they just put that up two days ago. Yeah. Nice. So I downloaded it. You know, Lyndon and Ashton had a copy, and I've just never played it. But on my Xbox, One X that I have downstairs, it's only mine. I downloaded mm-hmm. it last night. So I remember playing Vice City, man. Just listening to the music and the vibes. Yeah. It was so good. Is this one like that? Yeah, yeah. I got kind of... I'm burned out on the Rockstar games. I never beat that one. I never beat... It's a little more, it takes itself a little more seriously. Vice right. City was a little goofy. It's 80s, but this one's... Right, right. Serious. So, Ted, where can people find you? Uh, Tedic on everything, Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, and uh, just basically everywhere on the internet. Ted T. Lord Tedekin. Sith Tedekin. Sith, Sith Lord Tedekin. And we should talk about Rise of Skywalker maybe next week. I mean, yes. not spoil it. Yeah. Watch it, I thought about Watch that. It. You guys right. can talk about it. I'll just take my headphone off. I don't no. care. Well, there's yep. a rumor there. Did you hear the story? They are going to release like a longer JJ cut, as it apparently is happening. I hope so. Oh, nice. I hope so. Because of the deleted uh, scenes from with uh, what's his nuts. I, I read about that. There's just Maybe like like I liked it and I liked yeah. it a lot more than that last one. But I do agree with the, the the complaint that it is a very rush for a two and a half hour movie. You are rushing through this plot. Really? Yeah. Like okay. it, it, but, it but it's like, like check, two... check, 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 yeah. and it's like they got all the checks right. <laughs> yeah, it feel, it does. It felt like a checklist of like auto correcting like every single thing that pe- they completed like, like every they, loop. They they read what the fans were mad about and says okay, do check check, and it was almost laughable at times to me. Like there was one part in the movie I actually almost went, oh come on, because it was so obviously like fan servicing to make up for something they bad in the last it. movie. They curved. Did Luke ever say perfect. like, I don't know why I drank that milk out of the alien? No, well, let me tell you, this is, this is this is not a spoiler, I don't think. But I'll tell you the scene. I drank I that said, milk. I'll tell you the scene where I said, "Get the fuck out of here." That is the most right. fan service ever seen. I'm just gonna tell you. Remember at the beginning of Last Jedi, Ray handed Luke the lightsaber and he just flung it over his shoulder, and they mm-hmm. say like, "Luke just threw the lightsaber down. He doesn't care," and the fans hated it. In mm-hmm. this movie. Ray gets mad and throws her lightsaber, and Luke catches the saber and says, you should treat a Jedi's weapon with more respect. And I was like, get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when we went to Galaxy's Edge. so blatantly written in to make up But do you think it was a little bit, like, tongue-in-cheek, though? Oh, yeah. It was like a joke. It was like a Saturday Night Live sketch. A little more like, here, take that, you know? Kind of just like... I don't know. I think it's a little more tongue-in-cheek than anything else. That was the only moment, though, right? Like, Luke almost looked at the camera when he said it. Like, a Jedi's weapon you know, treated with more respect, audience. I agree. <laughs> whenever uh, we, whenever we were just at Galaxy's Edge, we done we went through the lightsaber training. We built our lightsabers. We done the, the big package thing uh, down there at Galaxy's Edge. And right when we came out, sure enough, we bought the blue milk. They sell it, and it was... Uh, it's green, man, and uh, it was good. Luke drinks it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where there's a green and there's a blue. We bought both of them, just so, so the Lyndon wanted one, Ashton wanted one. But it was like an icy. It was milk, but it was like a minty. It, it was good, actually. I, I liked it. It was good. Uh, so Matt, where can people find you, buddy? 
Uh, at Mattel McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y. Uh, the Video Game Outsiders, No Sleep Podcast, and uh, download the demo Rest, W-R-E-S-T, in Steam. It's the game I'm in. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Ba-boom! Ba-boom! That's nice. Oh. Our very own Matt over here is uh, the lead voice in a brand new game coming out, so check it out. What game was that again, Matt? Rest, W-R-E-S-T. It's a horror survival Mm-hmm. Space station, futuristic demons, maybe something game. So you have I a play, bio now, man. I play You're a doing few good. different voices in it. Yeah, I do that's, the that's the main good. character. I do like a a robot voice. I even do the trailer voice, but they just really like garbled my voice up for that, which huh. is interesting. Yeah, the trailer voice. You should you should have got. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like trailer, like double wide. <laughs> that's how you get my redneck voice to do it. I'm a trailer. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Bump, 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 bump. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, guys, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5, and my Xbox One gamer tag is DJ Freeman Daddy. And uh, don't, uh, don't download, but go over to my Facebook fan page for DJing, which is, uh, I love DJing. What? Check your messages. Secret duper, secret double chat. Okay. Double chat messages. Let me yes. see. K Matt. K uh, Sean. Check your messages. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got yeah. it. I got it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, but oh, okay. uh, yeah. uh go to Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy. That's my DJing page. And uh thanks everybody for listening. If you like what you're listening to, please go leave us a review on iTunes or, or where all feeds are found. If uh, there's a review section, please leave us a good review. It would be very, very nice and honest review, but hopefully you like what you're listening to. But uh, go, you know, it's been a while since we've got some reviews. Reviews is like platinum gold or platinum over gold to us because it puts us up and lets us be seen in the iTunes and stuff, which you know we, we always rank here at Zombiecast. We do a good job. You guys keep us up there. But you know what? Those reviews do a little something extra that uh, lets us be seen in places where we're not usually seen. So please check it out uh, and leave yeah. us a review. But on and behalf of us, reach, yeah, out, reach out to us. us. Info at zombiecast.net is our email. Oh, Info talk to you guys. at zombiecast.net. Info at zombiecast.net is our email. And then Zombiecast World on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we love uh, chatting with you guys. But on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, thezumresearchsociety.com, Norma Latte, Tedekin, Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we call episode 362 of ZombieCast. A very total 2020 futuristic flying cars. All that good stuff. Rap. Very good rap. I'm gonna wrap it up all nice and <laughs> new decade started. This you know this show almost started a decade ago. But uh good night, zombie! I'm under on Xbox Live.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.